This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 107 is going to be from Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 1. Whoever is led astray by wine is not wise. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 1 reads, Wine is a mocker, strong drink is a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. Wine is a mocker. It makes a mockery of everything that the person of God stands for. Strong drink is a brawler. It causes people to do things which normally they would not do. It causes people to get into fights. It causes people to do things that are ungodly. And whoever is led astray by wine is not wise. Herein lies the key. We cannot be led astray by wine. And having one drink of alcohol is starting to be led astray by it. It starts to affect the person's abilities from the very moment he takes the first drink. starts affecting his reflexes, his mental capacity. Everything is affected by the very first drink of alcohol. In Genesis chapter 9, verses 18 through 25, we see one of the reasons that wine is not wise and being led astray by it is not wise. Genesis chapter 9, verses 18 through 25. Now the sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. And Noah began to be a farmer, and he planted a vineyard. Then he drank of the wine, and was drunk, and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brothers outside. But Sham and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward, and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine, and knew that what his younger son had done to him. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants. He shall be to his brethren. You see, if Noah had not planted a vineyard and made wine from the grapes and then became drunk, he would have never become uncovered in his tent. And the atrocities that took place from there would have never happened. Canaan would not have been able to do what he did if Noah would have never become naked in his tent. And so some of the blame here had to be placed upon Noah for becoming drunk. His senses were not proper. His reflexes were not proper. And so we understand why Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 1 says, Wine is a mocker, strong drink is a brawler. And whoever is led astray by it is not wise. Noah, even though he was a godly man, in this condition was not wise. If he had never gotten drunk, then what happened to him could have never taken place. In Leviticus chapter 10, verses 1 through 11, the Bible says, Then Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it, put incense on it, 
and offered profane fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. So fire went out from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. And Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me I must be regarded as holy, and before all the people I must be glorified. So Aaron held his peace. Then Moses called Mishael and Eliphaz, the sons of Uzel, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come near, carry your brethren from before the sanctuary out of the camp. So they went near and carried them by their tunics out of the camp, as Moses had said. And Moses said to Aaron, and to Eleazar, and to Ishmael, his sons, Do not uncover your heads, nor tear your clothes, lest you, lest you die, and wrath come upon all the people. But let your brethren, the whole house of Israel, be well the burning which the Lord has kindled. You shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of meeting, lest you die, for the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. <coughs> then the Lord spoke to Aaron, saying, Do not drink wine or intoxicating drink, you nor your sons with you, when you go into the tabernacle of meeting, lest you die. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations, that you may distinguish between holy and unholy, and between unclean and clean, and that you may teach the children of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them by the hand of Moses. Nadab and Abihu brought strange fire before the Lord, profane fire according to the new King James, and God struck them dead because of this. As we go through this story, and right after the telling of this story, verse 8 says, Then the Lord spoke to Aaron, saying, Do not drink wine or intoxicating drink. It's very likely, or it's possible, that Nadab and Abihu had drink, drank wine and become drunk, and their senses were dulled. And so they, they were not making proper decisions when they brought the strange fire before God, the strange or profane fire before God. And so we see why wine is a mocker, strong drink is a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. It was not wise for Nadab and Abihu to bring strange or profane fire before God, fire that he had not commanded them to bring, especially into God's worship. And when they did, God struck them dead. Whoever is led astray by wine is not wise. Nadab and Abihu were most definitely not wise in this circumstance. In Proverbs chapter 23, verses 29 through 35, the Bible says, Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaints? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who linger long at the wine, those who go in search of mixed wine. Do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. At last it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things and your heart will utter perverse things. Yes, you will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea, or like one who lies at the top of the mast, saying, They have struck me, but I was not hurt. They have beaten me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake that I may see another drink? In Proverbs chapter 23, looking at verses 29 through 35, he asks several questions here. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? <coughs> 
Who has complaints? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eye? And then in verse 30, he answers these questions. Those that have all these things, woe, sorrows, contentions, complaints, redness of eye, wounds without cause, those who linger long at the wine, those who go in search of mixed drinks. And this is another reason why strong drink is a brawler, why wine is a mocker and strong drink is a brawler. And those who ever is led astray by it is not wise because of these things that happen because of this drink. If we did not ever take the first drink, then all these things would not happen to us. And then in verse 31, it says, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. Do not look upon it. He doesn't say that we can take a little bit of it. He doesn't say that we can socially drink. He says, do not look at it. If you don't want these things to happen to you, do not look at it. Because why? Because one drink leads to another, which leads to another, which leads to another. And even if you've only had a few drinks, these this process starts to take place in your life from the very start of the drinking process. And so he warns us, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. And if we do not look at it, then we're not going to drink it. Do not get caught up in its splendor and what it looks like, because it is very dangerous. Then in verse 32, says, at last it bites like a serpent. From the very starting drink, from the very first drink, it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. He compares it to this because alcohol is a poison. Just as much as a poison from a snake is a poison. When a rattlesnake bites you, it is very dangerous because it's the poison that is within it. And so we need to stay away from it. This is why we are not to look at it when it's red in the cup, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. It looks so good, but its sting is so horrible. And then verse 33, it says, your eyes will see strange things and your heart will utter perverse things. You're out of control when you drink alcohol, when you drink wine. From the very first drink you take, you become out of control. You start that process of becoming out of control. The very first drink that you take, you're just a little bit less in control than you were before you started the drinking process. And then in verse 34 says, yes, you will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea or like one who lies at the top of the mast saying, they have struck me, but I was not hurt. They have beaten me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake that I may seek another drink? And so this process starts over and over. It's just a cycle of continually going over and over and over again. In Proverbs chapter 31, verses 3 through 9, the Bible says, Do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. It is not for kings, O Lamiel. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes intoxicating drink lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is perishing and wine to those who are bitter of heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Open your mouth for the speechless in the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. And so, 
Lamiel's mother is giving him advice here, and he says, Do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. The latter part here in verse 3, that which destroys kings is wine. Whoever is led astray by wine is not wise. In Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 1, wine is a mocker, strong drink is a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. And Lamuel's mother here is telling him this exact thing. If you're led astray by wine, you're not going to be wise. It is not for kings, O Lamuel, verse 4. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes intoxicating drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice of all the afflicted. And so if they drink, they forget the law and they pervert justice. And so kings are to stay away from strong drink. They're to keep completely away from it because it will destroy kings. And if we look at people today that drink wine, it destroys families today as well. All alcohol does is destroy. And that's something that we need to remember when we want to drink it, when we want to get involved with it. All alcohol does is destroy, and that's what Lamiel's mother is trying to convince him of here. Alcohol destroys. It does not build up. In Isaiah chapter 28, verses 7 through 8, it says, But they also have erred through wine, and through intoxicating drink are out of the way. The priest and the prophets have erred through intoxicating drink. They are swallowed up by wine. They are out of the way of the way through intoxicating drink. They err in vision, they stumble in judgment, for all tables are full of vomit and filth. No place is clean. Notice what Isaiah tells the people, but they also have erred through wine, and through intoxicating drink are out of the way. The priest and the prophet have erred through intoxicating drink. They are swallowed up by wine. They are out of the way through intoxicating drink. They err in vision, they stumble in their judgment, for all tables are full of vomit and filth. No place is clean. And so they err through wine and intoxicating drink. They don't make the proper decisions or judgments when they are drunk. When they have drink and wine, and this process starts from the very first drink that we take, we start to make wrong judgments. We start to inhibit our judgment capability. And this is why it's so wrong, because we need to be in control or else we are going to err in judgment. We're going to stumble in judgment. We're not going to be able to make the right decisions. It causes people to sin. It causes their inhibitions to be lessened. And if we sin through drinking then what good is that drink? It only makes us feel good for a while. And then those feelings, they come back. And we need more drink and more drink and more drink to keep them out of the way. In Hosea chapter 4 and verses 11 through 13, the Bible says, Harlotry, wine, and new wine enslave the heart. My people ask counsel from their wooden idols, and their staff informs them. For the spirit of holotry has caused them to stray, and they have played the harlot against their God. They offer sacrifices on the mountaintops and burn incense on the hills, under oaks, polars, and terebus, because their shade is good. Therefore your daughters commit holotry, and your brides commit adultery. 
And notice what it says of the wine. It enslaves the heart. My people ask for counsel from wooden idols. And what's implied here is it's because of the wine. It's because of their inhibited judgment that they are now turning to idols. In other words, they would not have turned to idols if they would not have been drunk. So, as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. Tune in tomorrow, and we will continue this discussion in the New Testament. Have a good day. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.